I thought I'd have to choose between an IT degree and certifications until I found WGU. There I earned both through one program. WGU prepared me to earn certs from CompTIA and others at no extra cost. WGU IT bachelor's and master's degrees have no set class times. Rather, students progress at their pace, completing as many courses as they can each six-month term. I graduated faster, and you could too. Learn more at WGU.edu. Howie Politics and State Affairs Pro offer insider election coverage, polling, and analysis in Indiana. Our nonpartisan news and legislative tools create a winning combination pro subscribers can't live without. For all the resources you need this election season and beyond, visit pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. That's pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. It's been a couple weeks, and here's why. We're both to blame, okay? And I'll, I'll just lay this out. And feel free to stop me. You know, Miles got a new job. All right. Miles uh, temporarily, and I don't know, we'll, we'll find out if it's a temporary or permanent, resurrected his rock and roll career with the band Alter Temporary. Was, temporary. Okay. I just want to double check with that because, you know, I'm sure when you said I do, she's like, you're not going to do that band stuff again. <laughs> um, so, you know, so he did the band stuff. He's got a new job. Then I... Of course, wrapping up the horse racing season, caught COVID, and we just have not been able to link up. It's just, it's, and I'm not saying it's, it would be different if I lived in Indiana, because even though back back in the day, if I was living at, where I was living at Newport, we wouldn't be that far. It's just, like, again, stuff doesn't align, but it's aligning today. The Colts had a bye week, which we'll get into. Yep. You know me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw stuff at you. And we've so, had a lot happen what, since the last year. We have had a lot, man, I'm telling you, we've had a lot happen, which I've got questions on. A lot of stuff in the news that has been going on or whatever. But, you know, we try to keep it, you know, because we're just two guys doing a podcast. We're not a rich white billionaire. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we're, no. Oh, we're already going there. Here he Woo! goes, man. This is gonna be, hey, listen, kids, this is probably going to be a little bit of a long one. Usually we yeah. try to keep about 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. I can't promise that. We got a lot to get to today. And, again, these are just – you see, he's cutting me off. These are just opinions. <laughs> these are just opinions and just, you know, it's just – we're not. There's no right or wrong answer to what we say. And we're like I say when when I when I do the the the, the Alex podcast. I said, look, I just I kind of throw stuff out there, see what sticks to the wall. Maybe you'll say, mm, you know, he's got a point, or maybe he's saying we're complete goons. I don't know. Well, we are complete know. goons, but we're two goons on the All Indiana Podcast Network. Yes, gotta yes. throw that out there real quick. We love being a part of that. Um, Absolutely. So let's let's get to the get to the grind. What you got, brother? Let's me? let's get to the grind. I'm gonna throw out numbers. I'm gonna th- you know me. I can throw out these oh, numbers. We're playing the numbers game right out of the game. And I just learned know? this, and I'll give you a little bit more behind it. It has to do with Hollywood. Okay. Twenty twenty million. Could you do you think? Who do you think makes twenty million a year not having to work? 
20 million a year not having 20 work? Mi- I mean, there's probably 20 a lot of people on that list, but right now it's Matt Ryan. No, no, I said entertainment. I don't want to talk about football. Oh, oh I didn't catch the entertainment. Yes. My bad. 20 million <laughs> entertainment. Da, 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 da. Not working. Okay. I, that one, I that blew, I don't have no idea. I found this out. This blew blew my mind, and I won't even get into the to the serious stuff of the stuff of Matthew Perry. Those guys each get twenty million dollars a year. They get two percent of the syndication reruns. Twenty. David what? Schwimmer. David Schwimmer, who hasn't really done nothing since Friends. Um, what's the other guy's name? Um, uh, the guy that played Joey uh, Matt LeBlanc. They've tried a couple times with him. They've all bombed. Twenty million a year to watch yourself on Nickelodeon. Like, that's what they're getting. When the show wrapped, wow. they, they each were getting $1 million an episode. So right now, you've got – now, Jennifer Ann has done some movies and stuff with Adam Sandler. Right. So she's – Courtney Cox has done the screen franchise. But $20 million just to sit at the crib and maybe listen to the B Brothers podcast. I don't know. Hey, that's a lot of money. That's why I tell people, and you as a musician, anybody else, man, get control of the contract, get control of the mass – you know, try – Basically, lock down your brand because these guys aren't doing nothing and they're making $20 million a year That's based right. off the – you know, when, when I Love Lucy and all those guys went to syndication, none of those people got – you know, my, I'm telling you, that's the way – that's why Aaron Spelling was so rich. All those, all those shows like, you know, um, uh, Sanford and Son, all the stuff that normally – all that stuff, it's all in the syndication, man. That, that's part of it, but part of it too is it's Friends, right? Friends is yeah. the most far most recognizable uh, sitcom brand, absolutely. For generations for races for different parts of the country. Yep. I don't care if you're 15 years old or you're 81 years old or anywhere in between in any part of the country or the world. Everybody at least knows about Friends. There's very few shows that are on that. Maybe what Seinfeld, Friends. Yeah. Uh, outside and, of and, those two, I mean. Yep. And, so, and Seinfeld's got the business sense, so I'm sure, you know, he's right. got syndicated. Any of those guys that have came out, once they see how the people got screwed over in the 70s, that, right. worked for Aaron, that worked for Aaron Spelling, and it wasn't, that's just the way the machine was. Now that they know that there's such a, such a big racket and rerun, look at the Brady Bunch. Could you imagine if the Brady Bunch would have got a cut of residuals from the syndication, how much money they would have made by now? Oh, yeah. Or the Beverly I mean, the Bra- Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies. All these shows that are black and white. Yeah. Think of the Annie Griffith show. Could you imagine how much – I mean, we're not that Ron Howard needs it. Don Knotts is dead, so <laughs> right. the state would be nice. But, like, think about that. Now all these guys are smart. They're like, wait a minute. No, man, give me a piece of the pie because these shows, like you say, they, 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 they last. They have that relatability, like you right. said, from anybody, no matter what the age they are. Generational. And it's generational. It's generational. All right. See, I'm more of the Hollywood person because I, you know, I'm bored and I, you know, I serve TMZ at work when I should be picking horses and stuff like that. So <laughs> I'm going to say this. Slacker. I am a slacker. I'm going to say this. Um, where they always say where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Okay. Okay. Um, who settles a lawsuit in 24 hours after it's filed for a reported $30 million? Did he just set a lawsuit with one of his former artists for $30 million? And she, he literally settled it the next day after she filed it. Now, two more people have come forward. Your thoughts? Well, the first lawsuit, I mean, obviously, Diddy is, Diddy is smart, right? Like, get rid of it as quickly as possible. And as smart as he has, the people he has working for him are probably way smarter than him, right? 
Yeah. But, like, that's also, to me, kind of an admission of guilt for whatever it was when you settled that quickly. Oh, it was bad. But when they start coming out of the woodwork, man, you know, I don't know. It. I get this weird feeling like, okay, how many of these are legit? Like with Deshaun Watson, you know, and it turned Mm -hmm. out most of all of those were at least somewhat legit, but not as legit as it was made out to be. So there's just so many different variables, and I don't want to discount what these people are saying at all. No. But it seems convenient that you see someone settle for $30 million within 24 hours, and all of a sudden these other cases start popping up. Yeah, because – Is it it true? Because if it is, then they're due. But if it's not, is it just somebody looking for a payday at that? Yeah, point? because because this dude, you know, uh, hasn't really had a hit out in a minute. There's really not many people left in the roster. Um, you know, same thing with R. Kelly. It only takes that one person to go forward. Now I right. did see where a suit was filed, and I don't know the particulars. But it happened in 1991. Okay. And oh, by the way, blah 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 happened. Okay, which I hope it didn't, because again, on a serious side of notes, we don't. But it's like, why? I don't understand why y'all waiting so long. Like, where does the What's the mindset like? Why would you wait that long? Is something that really it was that treacherous? Right. Why would you wait that long to try to go after him? But it's uh, some sort of a mindset. I mean, did you see the stuff with Hall and Oates? It's crazy. How you it's can't crazy. How can, dude, how are you going to put a restraining order? How do you, on Oates? Oates don't say nothing, mm-hmm. man. He's like he's like the pen and tell, I like, want to know like, the backstory. Like this is like a WWE. Okay. Like storyline right here, like, but there's stuff okay. that you and I aren't gonna know, as knowledgeable no. as you are. You know, you fill me in, but like I've got, I've something got crazy on, I've got had t- to happen. I've got the tea on some of it, okay. Okay. And this, and these guys, the, the, there's a company called Primary Wave, and they buy up music catalogs, and they buy up publishing, and they they got a lot of money behind them. They are basically the ones that got the 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 uh, uh, the Prince. Um, uh, trustees and family to turn on each other because three of them sold their rights. So basically, they had sold some to Daryl, or Daryl had sold his off a while back, and now Oates is wanting to sell his. So I don't know if Daryl's pissed off because Oates is going to make money because, dude, if you sold yours off or, or a portion of it off, Oates is wanting to do the same thing. But apparently they right. got this agreement. I guess it only says one of them can or the other one can. But, you know, and then the news says, well, Daryl Hall was outperforming Hall and Oates. He's the lead vote. What is he supposed to do? <laughs> right. You know, that's like, that's, what are you supposed to, like, David Lee Roth is supposed to do Van Halen songs when he goes out? Sammy right. Hagar's, Sammy Hagar's been doing Van Halen, like, oh my God, he was Daryl Hall. Hall was like the main, he was the main voice, the main songwriter. Right. And, and that's all the lawsuit stuff, right? But the restraining order? Like, that's are crazy. you really scared? You really worried about, you really worried about John Holtz showing up at Daryl's house during one of your jam sessions right. and, and beating your ass? Come on. We're we going to have no. mortal combat between the two <laughs> oldest men on the face of the planet? Jesus Celebrity deathmatch. Celebrity death match. Oh, we need to bring Remember it that? back. Yes. We need to bring celebrity. Yeah, I Could would. you uh, imagine it? I but would But not that. Claymation. Let's do this in real life. Let's have Hall and Oates jump in a ring yes. and just leave, beat the living crap out of each other. But that's I, I that's th- entertainment. I always thought Daryl was kind of, um, you know, he's kind of out there. I mean, I, you know, that's the lead singer syndrome, which because, you know, you know how that goes. That happens not only in, in, in professional bands. But all these local bands and these guys that get together, they break up. It might even be worse than the local bands, B. It might even be. Trust me. I've had local bands in the casinos that were more difficult to work with than actual Grammy Award right. artists. I said but, green Skittles. Yeah. It's a, it's totally stupid because a lot of times it's their managers asking for stuff just to see if the venue can pull it off. And when you talk right. to the artist, like David Koechner, his writer was like ridiculous. I'm like, this is like Champ from Anchorman. 
Okay, Riders are fun to make, though, man. I mean, no, I've they're fun, they're fun to make. In my life, and... they're trying to see what's going to go on. And I talk to right. everybody's like, "No, nah, man, I didn't want that." Da, da, da. So plus, I think then the manager mm-hmm. goes back to the artist and says, "Hey, man, I got you. You know, five star accommodations. I got you this, this, and that." When when Kaker was just like, "Man, just give me a room or whatever, and get a couple dollars." Right. But whatever. I didn't even what, like the green skittles. Yeah. So when you what what's in the big alter ego contract? When you guys play these two shows now, so, right. so you guys know, Miles got back on the. Got back on the base. It was really weird because his hair was shorter. It was like all combed and stuff. So right. kind of like it kind of weirded me out a little bit. It looked it like, like a dad playing bass, is what. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you were doing some kind of like like you know church picnic or something. Right. But nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, did you have fun? It's, oh man! What, what it, did, why'd you guys decide to do this? It was a blast. So you know, like back when I retired from the music industry in 2011, uh, it was because of circumstances. So like when I played my last show, I had no idea that that was going to be my last show. Right. Uh And, you know, I kind of walked away from live music. You know, we were banging and doing our thing and really getting success in the DJ world. So I, you know, flipped the script, ended up down at Columbus at scores, you know, and and all of that. So um, but still, I never really I never really got to go out on my terms. I never really knew it was my last show. So that always sucks, man. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the guys, we were all talking, kind of reminiscing. and, And Matt was like, hey, I think I could book us a show. Um, and we ended up with two shows, you know, the show with Taproot up in Angola, uh, last Saturday. And then this past Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving, you know, we played a cover show and it was sloppy, but you know, it, 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 it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be with, with three guys that hadn't been on stage together for 12 years. And one guy who had only played with us for four weeks because our drummer couldn't join us for the reunion. Um, you know, so it, it was a little sloppy, man, but we, we had a blast and you know, it, it, uh, it's a little bit of closure on a chapter that's really been shit. I've been in band since I was 13 years old, you know, yeah. so almost 30 years at this point. So, so was this all you guys? Because they're not, they're not. You guys aren't currently together, correct? So this is like no. It was just okay. a farewell reunion, basically. Okay. Nice. And you guys. Yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't like when you played back in the day, because I'm sure, you know, there a lot. A lot of things changes as far as you know things go. We'll just leave it right. at that. And we definitely play. I mean, people ask me now, it's like, may you go DJ in clubs? No. Because first of all, I'm one thousand percent sober. Number right. two, I just I, I don't have faith in the music that's out now, no. and, I, and to play all this down tempo stuff, it, I just I just couldn't. So I'll stick with I'll stick with the gig I got now. I got my studio where occasionally when I'm not lazy, I bust out Serato and try to do some stuff. Other than that, right. now are you th- would you play the band thing again, or was this just like, hey, cool, no, I'm old, I'm, I mean, I'm old, I'm married, I got kids, I want to show yeah. how cool I was, that I got to open up for Taproot, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, it was fun, and, you know, I texted with my wife a little bit, was like, man, I forgot how much I missed this, but no, by by no means am I wanting to do it again. I, I Maybe I'd do an album, you know, that wasn't being right. performed, a studio album or something like that. Like a flute, a flute album, like Andre 3000. <laughs> Yaz flute. Uh, Yaz flute. But no, I mean, it, it's, it, for me, again, it, I've I've had the itch, you know, and part of that was because, like I said, I never really knew when I was playing my last show. Um, you know, and uh, this scratched it for me, uh, you know, uh, not to say I'm not going to do some old dude jamming or something like that, but I'm done. You're going to be at a coffee house. You're going to be a coffee house. You're going to be like central perk, like on friends or whatever. You're just going to be playing like, you're just going to be like that bass guy. You know, you're going to be doing some like beatnik jazz stuff somewhere. I can see it. Over in the corner of a dark jazz bar. Yeah. Yeah. You got a little beret on. You know, a little beret. Yeah, little, you know, little I, I beret. Could, so suddenly get a French accent or something stupid <laughs> like that. 
Ha ha ha! I play the bass. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, that was bad. You didn't work the, on that. The ha ha was but, yeah, okay. That was okay. I'll stick the rest with Shaggy. Thing, yeah, you hit a brick wall. You hit a brick wall after that. It was done. But could you fast. imagine that you're you're playing in a band, you don't even know it's your last day. Could you imagine? You probably didn't feel as bad as Shaq Leonard, who, I guess I don't want to say the word unceremoniously, but Tuesday was cut from the team, but he still went out and, and did his food drive with his teammates, which which was class. Because I think somebody like, you know, somebody like Edge or Kato June would have probably bounced. <laughs> um, now, no, Edger wouldn't because him and Amp do a lot of things together. But he still did the charity thing. He didn't know it was coming. He said, and I, I quote, I felt like I was thrown out. Well, Why okay. would he have that feeling? So, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to unpack in this whole scenario. And I feel like the further away we get from it, the more details come up. First of all, you know, nothing but love and respect for, of course. for Shaq Leonard. You know, for three or four years, he was insane. And then, you know, this game has a way of, of taking you, you know, by surprise. And that's what happened to him. He had injuries that he just couldn't get back from. And he's not the same. And he knows it. But he, you know, the, the situation as it goes. First of all, before I dive into the situation nothing but respect for the way he's handled it right he did the turkey yeah. drive he was at the game today they showed him on the camera yes, yes. cheering I, on I, the I Colts. Did say that. and, and I that's why i that. think there's that's more class. to this that's well it's class but i also think there's more to this like, like what you know maybe he didn't see it coming right then and there but like you know he had been complaining in the public about you know his snap counts and his lack of being on the field and then when he got a chance in germany against the patriots he had a bad game, and 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 he's had bad games. He hasn't I'm gonna really. Blame, I'm gonna believe that I'm being. I'm gonna blame that I'm being in Europe. Well, no, but it wasn't just that. Uh, you know, he's not been that good. He's been, you know, the, first of all, the scheme that Gus Bradley runs doesn't fit him. Uh, mm -hmm. Second of all, he's just not got what he had. And, and I'm not saying he couldn't get that back over time, but I also don't think that his love for the game. Is is where it's at, and this is where this is where I think there's more than meets the eye. Because if you saw them up in the stands, and, and it wasn't just when he knew he was on camera, it was there were a couple of candid moments where he didn't know he was on camera, and he's smiling. Was he up in the up in the? And oh, he, he's on the sidelines, yeah. right? He wasn't. No, box. he was in the press box. He's smiling. Okay. He's picking up his kids and hugging them and kissing them, and, and like I think while this situation is really weird and took a lot of people, including myself, by surprise. I think what it came down to is Chris Ballard and, and and Leonard sat in a room and Chris said, Look, you just you're not you're not there or I don't know if you'll be there or or not, but we're probably going to bench you for the remainder of the season. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure Shaq didn't love that, how he responded, no. you know, I'm not sure, but probably also knowing the business as much as he does probably said, yeah, you know, I could probably take the rest of the season off, heal my body a little bit more, get to spend time with my little girls. And, and so, you know, obviously, as that wasn't weird an and awkward as the split was, it's mm -hmm. amicable. He's at games smiling and having a good time. He's staying in Indy. Uh, you know, for all we know, you know, maybe he takes his time to heal and they sign him to a, a small deal for one year at the end of this year. Uh, you know, who knows? That that might be the piece we don't know. Um, but I would be if happy. the team was going to pick him up, they would have by now. Yeah, I would be happy if I had two and a half years left on my contract. I'd be happy too. I'd be staying in Indy. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be getting out the old rider truck. 
He's got two and a half years left, so he's going to get some of that, correct? Well, he'll get I mean, $8 million from us next year okay. and $4 million the okay. year after. Guess but what? he's still liable to go out and sign another contract. But if he is done with football or if his heart isn't in it, like he's said in years mm-hmm. past, you know, I'm sure he's been smart with his money. I mean, he made, you know, he made $20 million for a couple years before this happened uh, for not really playing, uh, you know, in the rookie contract before that. But, like, you know, take that $12 million and invest it, be a businessman, do some of the things that do Gary Brackett has done. Right. You know, like, be smart with your money, and, and that can last you and your children the rest of their lives. Yeah. And then some, depending on the the what you do. Now, if he's got the hunger, if he's got the competitive spirit that we know him for, and he's not done with the game, then you know he could come back in 2024, or maybe a team in the playoffs that has an injured player that needs a, a gap to fill. He could come back and and play for them. But I kind of have this feeling like for right now he's like, let's just see what happens. You know, I'm just gonna enjoy my time. Spend some time with my girls during the football season. Go enjoy the game that I used to love and maybe try to fall back in love with it as a fan. That could lead to him coming back too, and not for the Colts, most likely, uh, especially with him still hitting the cap. We're not going to double pay a guy. Um, But this was a move that the Colts had to make. Leonard's production was not just down. It was almost non-existent. The guy Uh that they signed from the practice squad had an interception today, the guy that replaced him in the lineup. Like, oh, wow. I, I mean, immediate impact from a practice squad guy uh, more than Shaq's had all year. Uh, so the Colts had to do this. It, you know, this is – even though they're competing at a level nobody thought they would, it's still about building the future for this Anthony Richardson football team. And opening up that cap space gives us the ability to go out and get wide receivers, get cornerbacks, get more pass rush in places that aren't just the draft. Well, you know, if I had that money, I'd sit there and, and – invest or maybe go work for the team like it seems everybody else does because now this game today i, I didn't watch i'm not gonna lie i didn't watch it. i was out hanging out with my dad and um the score 27 20 mm-hmm. now what implication does that have for playoffs because i know it looked kind of two weeks ago i was reading some headlines look kind of dicey and now is is where do we sit with that the AFC, what are we six and five? Are we six and yeah, five? Yeah, we're now? six and five. The AFC is crazy because there there's like only one or two games that separate about eight teams, wow. including teams that lead their division. Right now, if the if the season ended today, the Colts would be in the playoffs in the wild card. Nice. Uh, yeah, at six and five, Houston lost today. We hold the tiebreaker over them. Jacksonville has a two game lead on us and Houston for the division. They'll probably win it. So we're definitely playing for a wild card, but. It's a really interesting landscape because you have – in this landscape, you have the Cleveland Browns, who their starting quarterback is out for the remainder of the year. Ouch. You have the Baltimore Ravens, who I think will probably rise to the top and end up winning that division. You have the Cincinnati Bengals, who lost their quarterback, Joe Burrow, for the season last week. Ouch. Uh, you know, you have the Houston Texans who's a young team that honestly has probably been overperforming for the last three or four weeks, but obviously C.J. Stroud is something special. Um, You know, you have the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I don't know how they are in the mix because that is not a good football team, but they're, I think they were 7-3 and coming into this week. Where does Kansas Um, City sit in playoffs? Kansas City is currently leading their division. I think they're seven and three. I can't remember right off the top of my head yeah. right now, 
Everybody um, out here is Kansas City. It's just they're all the, Kansas the City. AFC, the NFC, you could almost guarantee who the six teams are going to be over there. The mm-hmm. NFC, uh, it, I mean, the AFC has gotten really interesting. I mean, it, 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 there's not even anybody who's running away with their division. I mean, you've got Miami, you've got Kansas City, and you've got Baltimore, who are probably the three favorites based on production. But it, it really, there isn't a standout team like the Chiefs of the past or the Colts back in the Manning days or the Patriots mm-hmm. back in the their heyday. So there's, 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 not, there's not one superstar. Team. There's not one superstar in that, that group. Kansas City sure can change that. Now, in the NFC, the, the Eagles are just ridiculous, right? They're right. probably going to win the Super Bowl this year going away. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, they're they're, they're just they're playing out of their minds, and it's a good football team. It's well coached. A lot of talent on that team. Um, hmm. But, you know, any given Sunday, right? So. That's right. You, know, you don't know what's going to happen. So who do we face coming up? I mean, what's the scenario have to look like so we can keep this, keep the dream alive? Because so I'd like to see it. It'd be cool. You know, I'd I, I like to see that for, for the sure. And, and the fans. We have, I mean, next week is a huge week, right? Um, and for a lot of reasons. So uh, we have the Tennessee Titans next week. Oof. Um, so it's a division rivalry. game, which is huge. It's the yeah. Tennessee-Indiana rivalry, which is huge. Um, but much like when Frank Reich and, and the, uh, the Panthers played the Colts a few weeks ago, that's a game you just can't lose. Uh, Will Levis cannot have four or five hundred yards and four or five touchdowns. Like you got to keep it respectable. Or mm-hmm. my God, I can't imagine the talk that's going to come. Well, we should have drafted him fourth overall, which is yeah. not true. Um, but you know, and and obviously, I I don't I don't want to root for anybody to fail, but I don't want to see him succeed, uh, right. or at least be better than Richardson when he comes back. But, you, I mean, you can't lose that game because it's pivotal for the division. You're in the playoff race. It's part of the rivalry. Um, you've already lost Where two they divisional playing? games to Jacksonville. Uh, they playing in Nashville they playing in Indy? Hang on. I'll tell you real quick yeah. here. Give me just a second. I can't remember if that's a home or away game. Because if the weather was nice, I think that would be a cool Alex and Miles road trip to go to Nashville. It, yeah, it is in Tennessee. It I'm telling you. Have Tennessee. you ever been to Nashville? Yeah, oh yeah, I it's a, a lot blast, of man. Nashville. What I mean, oh, what so a good. blast! What what I'm telling you, next year we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go to an away game and do you know do some some video drops as a podcast because I think it'd, it'd be, be kind of cool. It'd be it'd be fun and to, and Nashville's a blast. I oh, mean, yeah. it really is. Where Absolutely. else can you go to a bar at two o'clock in the afternoon with some guy who could be the next Jason Aldean or Luke Bryan, strum a guitar for five people, two of them that are right. hammered. And then before you know it, he's got a record deal, and he turns into uh, to be Jelly Roll or somebody. Right. You, ne- <laughs> you never. I'm just saying, you never know. You can never, you can never underestimate. You know that being being in, being in the, in the music, you just it don't can pop know. off any time. At any time, it could pop off. When when I was watching one of the country music award shows, which Peyton was on, Peyton's a really funny guy. Oh, whoever writes his whoever writes his jokes, he he's funny just because he's got that dry that dry sense of humor. But when yeah, he's when Peyton. I wa- when I watch when I watch this show and uh, Post Malone got up there with uh, he did um, Pickup Man uh, Joe one of Joe Diffie's songs Joe and all the songs. all the all the country people were flipping out I'm like okay first of all pump the brakes y'all um, he's not doing like because you know Taylor Swift you know got that that museum named after or whatever she went country she popped she bounced the pop um, Post started off as a country singer if you if you YouTube his stuff. And then, I'm not talking like fake country like Timberlake tried to do with Man of the Woods. Right. I'm not talking about that. Like, he's legit wanting to do country. The people at the label 
thought they had a better idea, and obviously they did because now we've got the Post Malone that we have now. But right. don't get it twisted. Just like Jelly Roll was a rapper before he became a country artist, and really not that good of a rapper. Let's just be serious there. Okay, <laughs> definitely a bit. He's not as good <laughs> as Tech I look at those independent guys like him and Tech Nine. Tech Nine's like on a whole different level. Anyway. Yes, he is. Tech Nine should. I don't know why Tech Nine doesn't have a deal. I don't know why nobody has not picked him up because he is solid. There's got to be I, some personality issues there is what it all comes yeah, down to. Yeah, I mean, it has if, to he can, if he can make money as an independent and play like these venues, you know, like say the size of eight seconds, you know, nice little thousand seat venues, and make some money, God bless. But anyway, I digress. Back to my point. Everybody gets mad. Well, because, he, you know, he can stay with Pop because he's what? He's got tattoos on his face? So does Jelly Roll. I mean, what are you going to do? Because the way he looks? Well, look at Jelly Roll. He wears his Nike, you know, his Nike Jordans with the tongue sticking out and everything else. And you guys accept him. Je Jelly Roll looks like a dude who eats at Long John Silver's every day. He does. He, he looks like a guy that's going to come out there and tell you your transmission repair is going to cost three times than what was originally quoted. You know <laughs> what I mean? He's going to come out there and wait. in three yeah. weeks. He's wiping off his face. Got grease all over his head. Hey, man, transmission's going to cost you about two, two, half, like 2300 Cigarette dangling out of his mouth. But anyway. But Posey's a like he's if he put out a country put it this way if he put out a country album a legit country album I really do think it would do well because if you Google any of his early stuff and he'd done some stuff with Budweiser uh, like some Budweiser sessions and that kind of stuff he's he's legit but yeah. again the label the this is one of the times the label got it right which they did they did with Taylor Swift they didn't with Pink because they didn't want a Pink to be you know so sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't. I like how you used the coffin. I'm glad we didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. We play Tennessee and Nashville. I'm sure the weather's going to be a lot better than it is in Indiana, Illinois, St. Louis metro area. What is your predict if you had to? Because we haven't spoke in a while. That's why this podcast may run over just a little bit because we just haven't been doing – I don't know about two a week. I, it just – we can't guarantee. We're gonna we can't get to one, one a week. Let's, let's get to one a week for right Let's now. Let's get to one a week and get into a rhythm. It's just – it's life, guys. It's life. It you is. know, it's it's – it's like, man, Miles is busy. When I saw the stuff that you back on stage, I'm not even going to bug this dude. And then he texted me. He's like, what do you think? I had COVID. It was just, it was back and forth. I'm like, oh, man, I didn't like And I'm, I'm sure you were probably, you know, maybe MFing me or something. Go, man. No. He, he knows I'm going to come back around. And, and it's just leading up to that last week of racing, you know, everything's like trying to get settled. Now it's like Saturday night, dude. I'm home. I'm like, for sure. Doing nothing Friday night. Same thing. So give me a prediction. If you could predict. A score. Would you have thought so, they won today? Did you have them pick? Yeah, I had, had win, I had them winning today. I mean, it, it, I I did a home game against a mediocre team at best. Um, I I don't know. Oh. So here's a couple interesting facts for you. For so, uh, the Colts are on a three-game winning streak right now. It's the first time mm -hmm. in Gardner Minshew's career that he has started and won three games in a row. So they're rolling, oh. and and he made a, he made a couple mistakes, but like. Even he said the bye week was huge for him. He, he did a lot of like self coaching and 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 self scouting and and things of that nature. And you could tell, um, you know, it, again he's not blowing the doors off of anything. But if he can limit mistakes, he's a good player. He's good. That's it. He's not great. He's good. Right. Uh, the defense looks great, minus some issues at corner that we knew existed, especially with all the injuries and who we have to start there. Uh, but I think this team is heating up, and they're heating up at the right time. Um, yeah. I, I, Tennessee is is not great. They're not they're not even good. Will Levis is really you know I mean he gave him a little bit of a spark, uh, but I think at the end of the day 
you know, they're, they're not the they're, Tennessee team they're we played a couple before. Years away. They're a couple years away from being a team to be worried about. So I'm going to take the Colts. Uh, uh, interestingly enough, the only time all season they haven't scored 20 points was in Germany against New England. Again, um, you're in Europe, dude. I mean, how, what? Yep. it's just – I just think – and I understand what the NFL is trying to do. Don't get me wrong. I think it's cool. But, man, that's just a lot to demand. It's a long flight. The atmospheric conditions are different. Everything's just different. I don't. I just don't think – you know, somebody goes to sleep on a plane for 13 hours, whatever, wake up and ha, you know, he's right, in Germany. Right. I just, you can't, I, I, I say it's completely atmospheric. I'm a big person of that. Same thing with, you know, pressurized domes, you know, back when, when we had the RCA dome and you had the airlocks and all, I just mm -hmm. think it's just different. And I think that's the people are not, it's just different environments. you got some horses, like for example, you got a horse that'll run really, really good on a sloppy track. Yep. You've got some that are, that, that are speed horse. Like I'm not going to run that sloppy track and risk something happening. No. And I just think it's just, <laughs> I'd be serious if you don't, because that, it's it's a big risk. And we have some, you know, there's a lot of people, like, oh, man, it's raining. But let me tell you something. You know, the track is sealed. I'm there every day. I'm there, like, really early a lot of times filming workouts. And I think, you know, it's it, it, it's just, you know, what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? I mean, in the, in the, in the grand scheme. I, you don't have you, – you, you, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so, anyway – Here's where I'm at. I'm at 27-17 Colts. Ooh, I like that number. Win. Now 27-17. I'll make win. sure I'll make sure that and when I, I put the description, I'll, we say that. I'm gonna throw one more little hot take uh, prediction here. Okay. Um, I am going to say that the Colts will intercept Will Levis and return it for a touchdown during the course of that game. So seven of those points will come from a defensive pick six. Wow! Look at yeah. you. Look at you, kind of extending the branch yeah, now. Yeah, we're gonna get a little. You know, like I said, there's a lot on the line with Will Levis coming to town. And I think the defense knows it, and they're gonna take every chance that they can. Oh to, yeah, for sure. You know, make sure that there's no question that their quarterback, who is currently hurt and will be back next year, is the guy. They all right. love him. They love Anthony Richardson. Everybody does. So they're gonna play extra hard for him. So I, I see a defensive touchdown in this game because of that. Right. And and one last thing, and I won't get too deep because I know when I mentioned it, you're like, oh, you know, because we don't want to get too deep. <laughs> no, we got to talk about it. I know. What you're I just saying. don't understand. Here's what I here's what I think. And again, guys, so everybody knows this has nothing to do with Wish TV. It has nothing to do with any of our employers and Dorsey's opinions. OK, these are just because I happen to be I was working. For, not that I was like playing for the team, but, you know, working for the team. Here's the deal. You know, I know everybody wants to talk about all the stuff that Jim has done. I mean, he's done a put it this way, he's done a lot more good than he has bad. True. And it's more sens it's more sensationalized. It's no different than when um when uh what's his name? Uh guy that uh coached um that coached the Pacers and got pulled over with the money and uh Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, Isaiah Okay, Thomas. the same thing. Now, a lot of time these guys want to have money in case A they bump into somebody, you know, maybe less fortunate or whatever. I know Edron walks around I know a lot of those guys walk around with money. So Having money in his car, big deal. He's yeah. the guy's a billionaire. He could drive around whatever yeah. he's want with. And as far as medication goes, now here's and I, I, I <laughs> here's here's what I think. First of all, as long as you've got the, you know, you got a you got a script and everything, you're fine. Now if you've got a big Ziploc baggie full, obviously there's an issue. If you've got them in a container and they're prescribed, there's nothing you can do about it because let's say they weren't. Okay, let's right. say supposedly it was this big scandal thing. You think? Any of those doctors in Carmel or wherever, you you think you think Jim's just like walking down the street going handing a bit? No, and that's no. what I think is I just I just think it's crazy. They no. always go after they always go after this guy. He's his generosity is is through the roof, 
And it just makes for a better story. It's like, how long are we going to be talking about this? Same thing with Matthew Perry. Are we going to find out maybe what everybody's thinking is true? Like, why do we care? Let this guy, he's admitted he's let had his faults. He, let him rest. He's done his thing. Same thing with Pat McAfee jumping in the freaking canal. Same thing with Mike Tyson. All these guys, it's like, why do we? Why does ESPN, why do they want to rehash it? What's the, what, is it, is it going to make, is that going to increase viewership? What's the deal? Right. What, what do you think? Why are they just picking Here, on him? Here's, here's the whole thing. First of all, you know, um, this story has been dead. Yeah. And, like, for Andrea Kramer to, to bring it back up, I mean, smart by her as a journalist, right? Oh, yeah. And for Jim Irsay to participate in it, okay, stop. I get it. So he's on this kicking the stigma thing with mental health and addiction. Absolutely. It's part of what he's trying to do because he is a good human. As yes. you know, as I have had in my interactions with him, not a lot of people get to know that. He is a human above humans. Like, he's such a good man who's yeah. just made a bunch of mistakes because he was a spoiled rich kid. Yeah. Um, you know, like 90% of other spoiled rich kids are. But, like, taught, like looking at the interview, uh, like, that's the thing that's sad about this for me is first of all, I don't know why he would have made those comments uh, uh, about you know being profiled as a rich white billionaire. <laughs> that was stupid. Um, you know that was that was dumb. dumb. And then to you know, you know what he said the, that you know what he said that Pete Ward is probably over there in the sixth green going. Oh, you know he was. Know. You know you know he probably was, had a, it, a stroke. But then yeah, he the, said, <laughs> but then he said, I don't care about what anybody thinks. And, and and he has, and he proved that to Bill Polian and anybody else. Uh, you way. and I both know better, Jim cares about what people think. He's a people pleaser. Well, he he's does. a people person. But he's also going to do what he wants to do. But, like, what sucks about that whole segment, about 30 to 45 seconds of this 15-minute segment is, is it took the attention off of what it was all about and why it was yeah. done in the first place, which was the yeah. kicking the stigma for mental health. I right. mean, you have to be proud of, of Jim Mercer because I think in, what was it, 2004, 2005, when that arrest happened, we yeah. all expected him to either relapse or end up dead in a, in, and he in a, a ditch. And he's he's sober, and he's out there trying to do things to help other people get sober. Um, you know, And, again, we know the kindness and the kind man that Jim Mercer is. Um, Absolutely. But, but, like, you know, it took all of the attention – off of the message that mattered and put it on this thing. Because you know, when you have somebody who is in the spotlight as Jim Mercer is, I mean, he's the longest tenured owner in the NFL. Yeah. Um, you know, he feels like he's probably the, the most active owners. And he's, he is the voice of the owners because he's probably the most active owner on Twitter. He, oh, without a doubt. But then you've <laughs> had all the Jonathan Taylor stuff. You've had all, right. all the Shaq Leonard stuff. True. So the Colts, even though they're not like blowing the doors off the season, they've been in the spotlight a considerable amount. Yeah, because, because people of are going. Wait a minute, that have happened. Yeah, drafting Anthony Richardson and him being right. out for the season. There's a lot of national stories around this team. So, you know, Jim Irsay is is in the public eye, um, and because of that, this message could have been resounding about about you know kicking the stigma, these stereotypes sure. to help people overcome mental illness and drug addictions and whatever addictions. Right. And then that message was lost because when you have that kind of national attention you, you, and you say something stupid like that, that's not racially charged, but could be perceived as racially could be, charged. Could be, could and be. you have the Stephen A's of the world, Ugh. who you know are going to die on that hill when there's nothing, let alone when you give them something. Yeah, because all the money's going to McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, and of course, Stephen A. being the phenomenal sports journalist that he, he is, is, 
He is a professional, you know what, stirrer. He's good yeah. at it, Very. Uh, just like Skip Bayless is. And I can't stand Skip Bayless. I actually like Stephen A. Um, but he is a professional ish stirrer. Uh, and you gave him a bucket full of ish to stir. Like, yeah. what did you expect? And, and, you know, then he goes out on Twitter responding to Stephen A and responding to random people that, that or X yeah. or whatever it is, that yeah. mention him and everything. Uh, and it's like, dude, just lay down. The story was dead. Here's and you had the opportunity to make this huge statement about kicking the stigma, and this is all that's been focused on. And what they should have done, she should have took one of his daughters with him, as you know, because you've dealt, you've dealt with, you take a handler with you, okay? Yeah. You sit down with the interviewer because true story, um, I had to do an interview with Chad Kroger from Nickelback, right? And this was, you know, the height of the success, and 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 they were gonna go play, um, uh, I still call it Bankers Law, Conseco, whatever whatever it was back then, yeah. and the 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 guy from the label said, don't bring any, don't clown him about being Canadian because he hung up on somebody about that. You know, because they're like making fun of him or whatever, you know, right. they're all like, da, da, da. well, they're like, well, you know, and they're all clowning them. But then these are the same guys that like, you know, uh, 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 bad girlfriend. And that track was produced by Chad Kroger. So right. which people don't see and realize. And they said, so I, I stayed away from that question. I could have probably gotten to hang up on me. It probably would have been in the talk on the X. Hey, man, Alex was, you know, was, you know, was kind of a D bag with 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 Chad from Nickelback. But I didn't because I listened to the right. to the eight. I listened to the manager. And I think somebody should have told that that Andrea chick, whoever, here's a list of stuff you've got to stay away from. It's 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 done. Let's talk about how the team could be, you know, squeaking into the playoffs. Yeah. Let's talk about this drive that that Jim's doing with the mental health and everything. Okay, because big deal. You're not going to get anything done. He pled guilty. It's done. It's over with. I mean, what yeah. do you what do you, I just I don't see where there's any gas left in the tank as far as that story goes. There shouldn't have been, but we poured gas on the fire with it for sure. That's media. That's what media does. They want it to is. find that that one little thing they can hitch on it to whatever. And, and it just and we, not we, all of us, but a lot of us as a society. Oh man, what the, let me guess. They must have found maybe a pill in the crack of the seats. You know, something that they just want to take so minuscule, yeah, and make this thing out of it. When the focus should be on football, focus needs to be on mental health, and the football needs the focus needs to be on that guitar collection because the guitar collection is insane. Oh, it's so and, good. And and his road and the roadshow stuff that he's doing, and the fact that he brought yeah. like Mel and Cat, you know, he brought like concerts, you know, he's doing stuff, and he's stepping off that three piece suit platform, that a lot of you don't see. Anytime you see something about owner, you can see Jerry Crab, they're always doing something bad. They're doing more bad stuff than Jim is. Here's Jim like in the streets, so to speak, saying, yeah. "Hey man, check out this live music. Check out this. Check out that." And bringing some culture to some places that normally wouldn't get to see stuff like that, and then you got to you're gonna bag on him about it in a restroom like once upon a time. But he also said what he said and didn't yeah, help I know. himself Dude. out at all, man. Like, I mean, if you're a Dude. media person, you have to latch onto that. I mean, look at us. Oh yeah, we're supporters of Jim Mercy, and I can't get behind him saying that. Yeah, I, like, I, I think I'm like, yeah, Dude, I'm a... what were you effing thinking? He he wasn't he wasn't thinking. He, no, that's the thing is he's an, emo he's an emotional guy, man, and she touched a nerve. And you, know, you got to have a handler. You got to, or you just cut it short. You just, guess what? You just rip that mic off and get up. You know what I mean? Like yep. I it's just break time. So many. It's break time. We said we're gonna, we're gonna cut the commercial. I mean, we've seen celebrities. It wasn't even from, live. Yeah, they could have taped it. They could have read. They could have edited it out. And it's like, dude, like somebody. He needs a handler. He needs somebody. But, you know, he does what he does, and that's why he's good at what he does on a lot of things. And But like you said, when you're that passionate of a person, you have a tendency of saying what you feel before you have time to process it for the yep. people that are going to be on the receiving end. 
I do the same thing all the time. You know, I'm not pop. I, I don't care. And I, I think back and go, wait a minute, I probably could have did that differently. But you know, you're gonna get an honest answer out of me. I mean, it may be, it may be, you know, f bombs galore and, and and foul language and everything. I don't do it just to say it. I do it because I'm expressed. When I'm passionate about something, man, I'll yeah. boom. Same I'll way, fight. man. I'm the you same. Got, you got to be. You got to be. You're saying 27-17 will be the score next week. Yes, sir. And what time is the game? It's a one o'clock game. The rest of the games, we got six more left. They're all one o'clock starts. Okay. The rest next of the week, we're not going to promise nothing during this week. I, I just can't see it happening. But I will say we'll be back on the same time next week. We'll get on right after the game. Miles will get it all chopped up and on there because, you know, everybody and their mother is going to have, you know, all the professionals, the collaborators of the world, you know, all these like sports overtime shows, the professionals will do their thing. And then us two guys will do our thing probably before them if we get it done up there in time for the news or whatever, and we just we see what you think. 27-17, and I, if I was allowed to, to bet in the sports book, I would. I'd go down, I'd, I'd jump on my account, but I can't. Yeah, I think. You're, you're for you're forbidden. I'll I'll do I, it for I'll, I'll do it for both please, of us. In, in, do, in, do it for both of us. In your name, but by no means colluding. All right, guys. So thanks for hanging out with us. It's good to be back. Crazy yeah. weekend with the Colts win. CM Punk and Randy Orton back in the WWE on the same night. Craziness. We'll see you guys next time. Go Colts! Go Colts! All Indiana Podcast Network. E brothers out.